Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm Danielle Lantieri, an ITA energy medicine practitioner, intuitive empath, and spiritual writer, here to bridge the gap between science and spirituality. In this space, we deep dive every week into topics designed to help you awaken, align, self-heal, and transform. I believe the stars have called you to this podcast for a reason. Let's dive in and find out why. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome or welcome back. Today, I want to talk about a very popular topic, manifestation, but with a twist. I'm going to talk about the psychological teachings that I've learned in my studies that align with the philosophy and practice of manifestation. So, in a way, I am demystifying the mystical and backing up this spiritual practice with some science. It is so easy to forget that everyone and everything is connected. The only difference between science and spirituality is the perspective of the viewer. I believe that every method and modality has a place in this world, and there is no need to label them or choose a side. I find immense value in remaining fluid and open-minded in the pursuit of finding answers and gaining clarity. And I'm also at peace with the fact that some things are just unexplainable. So with that said, let's get into it. In my opinion, manifestation is the process of using your intention, thought, and energy to create a tangible reality. And in my opinion, the act of manifesting is not something you can turn on or off. It happens every second of every day. Because as spiritual beings living a physical existence, our energy is constantly attracting and repelling certain vibrations and experiences to and from our field without our conscious awareness. And to me, the act of consciously manifesting a certain reality is when you intentionally alter your vibrational field in order to align it with the reality in which you have what you desire. And to be honest, within the last year, I have stopped consciously manifesting as much. According to my human design, I am a manifesting generator, meaning I do best when I don't manifest anything specific or with a lot of details, but when I manifest from a place of feeling. And regardless of that information, I just feel a lot more at peace when I set an intention while in a higher vibration and then let it go with non-attachment and with no expectations and just surrender to the universe and go with the flow. And more often than not, what I desire comes in a way that I least expect or sometimes the actual thing that I thought I wanted turns out to be something completely different. So I have really cooled it with the manifestation exercises and have aligned a lot more with just tuning my energy to the frequency of love and light, knowing that my highest good will unfold exactly how it is meant to, and to feel a lot better. I bring this up because I have been hearing and seeing a lot of information out there about manifestation that doesn't really resonate with me. I believe that we are co-creators of our reality, meaning we are not the only ones holding the pen. I believe that there is a higher power, whether you want to call it the universe, source, God, or our higher selves, I believe that our human minds are not the only ones in control. We are powerful enough to override certain experiences, but the question is, should we? And where is this need to be in complete control coming from? The ego or our higher selves? I resonate a lot more with the idea that as long as we are consciously controlling our energetic vibration and experiencing life through a lens of non-judgment and non-attachment, we can't really go wrong. And right now, we may think we want something with our entire heart and soul, but that thing isn't meant for us. 
So I would much rather spend my energy manifesting my highest good, even if that thing is unspecific, than something extremely detailed that may not be meant for me. But that is just how I am feeling as of late, so please take that with a grain of salt. If you thrive from manifesting things down to the very last detail, by all means continue doing what fuels you. I just want to share where I am in case it resonates with anyone else. I've had this conversation with a few people in my life, so I know I'm not alone in feeling this way. Okay, so let's get into the psychological principles that when I learned about them, instantly reminded me of the process of manifestation. Are these coincidences? Are they explanations? Do they simply coincide with the energetic principles? I can't know for sure. What I do know is that after learning about them, I have gained a deeper perspective on what it means to be an energetic being and how our energies manifest as different mindsets, perspectives, and belief systems. And my hope is that these psychological principles give you a different outlook on the world and help you to shift your mindset in a way that aligns you with your highest good. So let's start with the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. I spoke about this in episode 16, The Mindset That Will Elevate Your Entire Life, And in it, I said that someone with a fixed mindset believes that their abilities, intelligence, and talents are innate and do not change regardless of what they experience. And people with a growth mindset, on the other hand, believe the opposite, that their abilities, intelligence, and talents are fluid and can be made better or worse depending on their practice, effort, and actions. Looking at this in terms of manifestation, those who have a fixed mindset will have a much harder time consciously manifesting the reality they desire because they do not believe they are capable of creating change. In this case, their belief system limits them. It puts up an energetic block, because they are emanating the frequency that their abilities are fixed, and they are incapable of changing. So in turn, people with a growth mindset are naturally better at manifesting the reality they desire, whether they realize it or not, because their belief that they are capable of growing and creating change allows them to do just that, co-create the reality they desire. Their belief system emits that energetic frequency that they have the power to manifest what they want. Having a fixed mindset is like an energetic red light, and having a growth mindset is like an energetic green light. One mindset opens the door for an exchange of energy, and the other one slams that door shut. So if you're someone who has had a really hard time with the practice of manifestation, then be honest with yourself. Is your mindset fixed? Do you feel stuck and incapable of making growth and change in your life? If so, that could be why you are not able to attract what you desire. So once you heal that mindset, you will unlock your natural manifesting abilities and more easily align with your highest good. Similarly to having a growth versus fixed mindset is having an external or internal locus of control. So let's backtrack a little bit. Perceived control is one's belief about their abilities to influence and shape outcomes in their life. And your beliefs surrounding this topic has great effects. Now, a locus of control refers to the beliefs about the power one has over their own life. An external locus of control is the belief that your outcomes are outside of your control. And an internal locus of control is the belief that you control your own outcomes, that you have that power. So, similar to the fixed versus growth mindset, Having an internal locus of control can be a contributing factor in why people are able to manifest with ease. It is because they are energetically aligned with the belief that they control their life. On the other hand, if you believe that every outcome is outside of your control, then you are energetically blocking your natural co-creational abilities. Because if you can't control it, then what's the point in changing your thoughts or changing your actions 
or doing a ritual or having a journaling practice? What's the point in doing all of these things that help you raise your frequency in order to attract the timeline you desire if you can't control your outcomes and outcomes just happen to you? So again, if you find yourself struggling, ask yourself, what is my locus of control? Is it internal or is it external? Do I believe that things just happen to me or I believe that I can make things happen? And then once you change that mindset, you'll start to see change in every other area of your life as well. Another psychological term that I learned in my studies is self-efficacy. Self-efficacy refers to one's belief in their own capabilities to complete a certain task, and it can be either high or low. So if you have low self-efficacy that you will get into that school, go on that vacation, have a good performance, or whatever else, then you are not going to easily attract it because you are out of alignment with it. But if you have high self-efficacy and you are positive in your abilities to complete that task, then you are more likely to energetically attract it. When you believe that you are able to do something, that really is half the battle. So if you are someone who has very low self-efficacy, someone who doesn't really believe in their talents or abilities or doesn't believe that they are capable of doing certain things, then you're never going to do it, to be bluntly. But if you switch your mindset and you start to increase your self-efficacy and your beliefs and your ability to perform certain tasks, then you will be able to perform those certain tasks because not only do you open an energetic door, but now you'll start maybe putting in the work, doing the actions that align with you. Everything will just start to align with you being able to perform that certain way and it will happen. Now, these mindsets directly correlate with manifestation because they have to do with your belief systems. And thoughts are energy, and energy circulates throughout your entire system and then gets projected out into your reality. So if you are stuck in negative thought patterns around what you're capable of, whether that be changing, influencing, or achieving certain things in life, then you'll be blocking yourself from manifesting and co-creating your highest good, or co-creating anything for that matter. So now I want to talk about certain biases that correlate to manifestation. Because when I heard about these and when I learned about these in my studies, I immediately perked up and I was like, oh, everything's really connected. So a bias is simply put how your feelings and views of the world can distort your memory of past events. And this blew my mind when I learned about them. It makes so much sense. So the first bias I want to talk about is a negativity bias. And that is when we both register and dwell on negative stimuli rather than neutral or positive stimuli. We as humans have a tendency to cognitively value negative experiences more than others, which could be an evolutionary adaptation to keep us safe. But who really knows exactly why we do this? What we do know is that energy attracts like energy, and what you focus on expands. So if you continuously harbor on the negative, that is what you will create, rather than the things of love and light that are meant for you. So keeping in mind that your default is to constantly think about the negative things that happened rather than the positive ones, you can use that awareness to switch your thinking patterns like a switch. If you find yourself down a negative spiral, you can pause and say, nope, this is just my negativity bias, it is faulty thinking, and the light and love in my life completely outweigh any minor inconvenience. It only seems bigger because of biological programming. But I am a powerful spiritual being, and I am more than capable of rewiring that thought process. And with time, it'll get easier and easier. But truly, simply knowing that the negativity bias is a thing is enough to minimize its effects. Because sometimes it's not you, it's your programming. 
And I see the negativity bias pop up in my life all the time now. You know, when you're having a great day, everything's going wonderful. And then one thing happens that kind of ticks you off and that's all you can think about. And then a bunch of other minor inconveniences kind of happen towards the rest of the day and a good day turns into a bad day. All because your mind focused on the one negative thing and that energy attracted like energy. I see it happen now. And when I start to see that spiral and that unfold, I stop, I ground, I let go of the attachment to whatever minor inconvenience happened, and I set the placement that I'm going to have a positive rest of the day. And guess what? My day changes. Now, the next bias I want to talk about is the confirmation bias. And that is a faulty belief system that causes you to only focus on information that further confirms your belief. And when it comes to manifestation, this can go two ways. If you believe something negative about yourself, then your brain will signal out and highlight things and experiences that are evidence of that, whether it's true evidence or not. And same goes for the positive. If you have positive thoughts and beliefs about yourself and life in general, then your brain will switch its perspective to signaling out and highlighting those experiences. So this is straight up proof that what you believe you perceive. And in order to change your external reality, you must change your internal reality. You have to change your thoughts and beliefs to match that that you were trying to attract and create. It's not always easy, but it does always work. For instance, let's say you're having a limiting belief that you're awkward and people are always making fun of you. Well, now let's say you're with a group of people and you do or say something that you think is cringy and you hear someone laugh. Due to confirmation bias, you will automatically perceive that as someone laughing and making fun of you. When in reality, they just happened to get a funny text message from their friend and that laugh had absolutely nothing to do with you. In your mind, you saw that as evidence of you being awkward. But actually, it wasn't. And this stuff happens all the time. You perceive something in a completely different light than it is actually in because you only focus on the information that further confirms your beliefs. So what would happen if we all use this in a positive way? If we changed our beliefs to be positive, then we would attract more and more experiences that confirm those beliefs, simply because our mind is trained to target them out and then filter out the stuff that we don't believe in. I use this with confidence and I didn't even realize it. I don't love the phrase, fake it till you make it, but I do like intention setting and giving it your all. And so what I did when I was trying to gain more confidence and I'm still in the space where I'm trying to gain more is I focus on changing the beliefs about myself and the world. I start focusing on believing that I am powerful, that I am loved, that I am capable of making a difference, that I'm worthy of being seen and valued. And the more I focused on believing those things, the more I came to actually believe them. And once I believed that to be true, my brain started to filter out experiences and things and energies in my life that confirmed that. That's evidence for those beliefs. And it stopped attracting and it stopped focusing on the beliefs that proved otherwise. And the last bias I want to talk about is the hindsight bias. And that is the belief that an event recently experienced was predictable, even if it wasn't predictable at all. To me, this faulty way of thinking could be why people disempower themselves and don't believe in their innate co-creating abilities. They manifest something spectacular or they experience a synchronicity. And instead of recognizing the magic that unfolded before them, they see it as something that would have happened anyway, regardless of their energy, intent, ritual, actions, etc. And that can be detrimental, because if you always see something as predictable, 
you don't realize how much control you do have over attracting the life that you desire. So because of this, I encourage you to take a step back and really reflect next time something awesome happens or a coincidence occurs or you see an angel number. What thoughts were you thinking that could have manifested this experience? What emotions were you feeling? How high was your vibration? What emotional state were you coming from? All of these things affect your energy, which affect your external reality. So get real about what you can control and take your power back. Sometimes things aren't predictable. Sometimes things are magic. And the last psychological principle I want to talk about today is a self-fulfilling prophecy, which is a term coined by Robert K. Merton, and he defined it as a false definition of the situation evoking a behavior which makes the original false conception come true. So in other words, it is a prediction that once it's predicted, causes itself to then become true. What this means is, a person's expectation can actually lead to people experiencing things and behaving in ways that confirm that expectation. An example of this is the placebo effect. Believing that a sugar pill is an aspirin can have the same biological effects of actually taking the drug and it will decrease pain and inflammation in the body all because of the powerful belief of the mind. In my eyes, this is direct proof of manifestation at work because manifestation is the act of believing something so deeply that it causes you to become energetically aligned with the reality in which that thing takes place. So much so that it becomes attracted to you and you actually experience it tangibly. And there are so many cases in which the self-fulfilling prophecy and the placebo effect have been recorded and analyzed in science. We as spiritual beings have so much power and we are capable of manifesting actual biological changes. This is something that Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about all the time in his books, in his podcasts, in his shows, in his meditations. Part of his life's work is breaking down how we are capable and how we and our energies are capable of changing our biology. And it's truly spectacular. So those are some psychological principles that can help us determine how our mindsets, belief systems, and energies help or hinder our natural ability to align with our highest good and create the space where our desires manifest into our reality with ease. And I hope that these principles have inspired you to reflect on your own belief systems and do some rearranging if necessary. I know that for myself, it is always nice to go back to the basics and release the blocks that are preventing me from aligning with my natural energetic state. Having a high vibration and a positive mindset is our default. Our soul wants to be there. It yearns to be there. As fractals of the universe, it is the most natural thing in the world for us. But things like energetic blocks, negative mindsets, and unhealed traumas can weigh us down. So by releasing those things, we are able to effortlessly raise our vibration back up. And having the knowledge of these psychological principles really help me have the tools necessary to do those rearranging in order to bring me back into alignment. So with that said, that concludes today's episode of the Stars Are Calling You podcast. I'm wishing you lots of love and healing and mindset shifts so you can go on manifesting your highest good. Talk to you soon.